I loved this interview, you all. This was a really good one for me to do. And after I got off of it, it really changed my perspective on things and how I had been taking care of myself. And you'll hear on the Together Armor episode in two days, just how it impacted me. And I I hope that it has the same effect on you. I really hope that it does make you take care of yourself more. I know we all need it. Here we are in the middle of summer and we're hopefully loving it. Things are going great. You just celebrated the 4th of July, one of my favorite holidays with your family and had a lot of fun. And hopefully you are making all those memories and still taking care of yourself. And if you need a little rejuvenation, re-motivation, this is your episode and you are going to really enjoy this next guest. And I hope that you go listen to her podcast as well and just take away so much good wisdom from her over there. Chanel Nielsen is a life coach who helps moms put themselves on the list without leaving their family behind. As a mom of five kids, Chanel knows that motherhood has its challenges. That's why she is passionate about helping moms simplify so they can prioritize what matters and define success for themselves. She is the former host and creator of the popular Moms Who Know podcast and the author of Parents Who Know, which has been translated into Chinese. Chanel currently hosts the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. Get ready to let go of the guilt and put yourself on that list right where you belong. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mama four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, her favorite music to listen to with us when we are little is Imagination Movers, Jennifer Zambia. Welcome, Chanel, to Families That Stick Together podcast. I know that we have been trying to connect, and this is great to finally have you. I think this is perfect timing for what you're going to share with our audience. So thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And you have your own podcast. It is called Mom's Life Made Simple, which should really make everyone want to jump over there and listen to that just based on the title. But tell us why this is the mission for your podcast. 
what drove you to want to inspire moms to have a simpler life? I know you have a very busy mom life yourself, and I'd love to hear where all this came from for you. Yeah. So I am a mom of five, but um, this passion really started for me when I had four young kids. We had our first four really close together, and I was just so exhausted. I really didn't know what I was getting myself in for. I think that's probably common. I think probably a lot of us don't, right? But I was the oldest of eight kids growing up. And so I'm like, okay, I, I got this. Like, I know what motherhood is going to be like. I know what it's like to take care of kids. I understood chaos. I understood a lot of it, but I did not understand the what I like to refer to now as the mental load. Just the the pressure and the constant someone needing you and the way that you have to think about everything. And even if it's only in your mind, you're juggling all the things, right? And so that was really hard for me. And it wasn't until I simplified and I kind of took a really intentional look at what I wanted my mom life to be like that I was able to really enjoy it because up to that point, it was really stressful and it was kind of this um, things that I felt like I should do rather than really stepping into who I am as a mom and what I wanted that to look like. And so that's really the drive for that. I, I think when moms realize they can simplify. They can make their own mom life the way they want it to be, and it will change everything. So I have a question for you. You really started thinking about this when you had just four. They were all young. Do you find yourself, um, and as we go through this episode, people hear how, how you approach different things, but do you find yourself having to readjust through the different seasons and what obviously what worked at one point doesn't work later, but where you have to pick yourself back up because you've really dipped, you're in that valley and you figure out other things that make life simpler per se. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a process in life, right? That we have to figure out what works in each season, but I think there are constants too. And some of those constants are the habits that we form. And I know we're going to talk about this today, but self-care needs to be one of those habits. Um, there are certain things that even as seasons change, we need to make sure that they don't change. Um, so a couple examples, like it can be really easy when we get into a busy season to say, or right now I have teenagers. I have four teens and a five-year-old. And um, it can be really easy to not get my sleep and to stay up late with the big kids and um, to skimp out on sleep. But I know for me, sleep is so important. And I need that sleep to function as a nice human being. Um, and so I need to figure out how can I still, and this is, this is the shuffle, right? How can I still spend time with my kids while getting my sleep? And that's the, the phase that I'm in. But the habit, the constant for me is I know I need enough sleep. And that's something that I prioritize. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you would say something <laughs> that would give us a tangible thing like a habit. That is how you get through the shifts when you want everything to keep running smoothly and you want to keep 
life simple, but you know, it's going to readjust and ebb and flow and everything, but your habits will bring you back to that. And I'm in that season too. It's an interesting season to have the older kids and the younger kids. And either you sacrifice and the little kids stay up way too late with the older kids and you're all hanging out or you send the older kids to bed early and not bed early, but like, you know, that's your time where you could be doing something with them. And yeah, it's, it's interesting, especially in summertime when bedtime's mm-hmm. all thrown off to really um, keep that habit. So yeah, probably gave a lot of us <laughs> something to think about with sleep. <laughs> Chanel, you, you said before you were talking about the mental load. You, you mentioned that, how we think we're prepared to take it all on, but it, it does feel that implies like something heavy we have to carry. And it is. And one of the things that you teach through your mom's life made simple program is you love to teach about organization as a huge component of mom's keeping life simple, except, and this is where everyone will breathe a sigh of relief. You don't mean this in a way we may think such as home organization, even though there's of course, so many benefits to that. And I've had people on talking about it a lot, but tell us what you mean by an organized life and why this really is a secret to our days feeling successful and more simple. Yeah. Okay. This is huge. So it does, it it ties right into that idea of mental load. I want to give an example that probably most of us can relate to. How many of us have made a to-do list? And as you make this to-do list, you just keep writing. There, it, it grows and it grows and it grows. And you have this really long to-do list. And maybe throughout your day, you check off some things and you get some things done on that to-do list. But when you lay your head down at night and you're reviewing your day, What looms really large is not all the time you spent with your kids, not all the good things you did, not all the things you checked off. It's those things that you didn't get done. And that is part of that mental load. It's this feeling of like, oh, I could have done more. I should have done more. There were more things to do. I need to do more. And when we have that, we feel like we failed. And so what I try to do and what I teach moms is to flip that script instead of, so this starts with making your to-do list. Instead of a giant to-do list, what I encourage moms to do is to write down a big three. If I could only do three things today, what would those three things be? Now there's a place for writing down the other things. Um, and I won't go into all that, but we have a a whole system. Basically it's context-based to do's where, um, you know, those can kind of get done in the cracks, in the little moments that you have, but what really matters today. And especially it's not what really matters in the moment. It's not what's urgent. It's not like, Oh, this kid needs me to watch his soccer uniform because he has a game tonight. It's not that kind of thing. It's what do I really need to do today that will make me a better person tomorrow? And those three things are the priorities. When you do that 
and you focus on those three, then when you go to bed at night, you can say, oh my gosh, I got those done. I did what mattered. And maybe my kid went to soccer in a dirty uniform. Maybe every, you know, there are dishes in the sink. Who knows? There are going to be things that get left undone, but I did the most important. And so that's kind of where I like to help moms start with their organization is focus on the things that are most important and then celebrate those things. Know that you're winning. Give yourself permission to feel really good about the things that you are doing. There's always going to be things that we aren't doing. There's always going to be things that we aren't either completing or feeling really good about or those moments that just don't turn out the way that we want to. But when we celebrate what's good, then we go into the next day like ready to rock and roll. Cause we're like, yes, I did those things. I accomplished these big three that were most important to me. And I call them big three, but they don't actually have to be huge. They just need to be important. They're big in level of importance, not in like, oh, it's going to be so hard to get done. No. And then you celebrate and then you do it again the next day. And when you make this shift to running your life that way, instead of the 50 things that are kind of important or or, you know, more urgent than important and you're not getting them all done, it's a huge shift. It, it, the main reason is because it lightens that mental load. I've heard you say the, um, sometimes we find ourselves doing what's more urgent than important. I've heard you say that on your own podcast before, and you're right. That is, that is what is the difference between choosing the things that will make me a better person for tomorrow, which is what you said. And even my family connection framework is like that, where it's built around, it's, it's making that connection in under 30 minutes a day. But for that reason, because you can prioritize the important thing in 30 minutes and you can feel like you were winning when you do it that way. And the small moments can be very significant. And I think it's the same way in what you're talking about and celebrate where you're winning in the things that are important. And yes, I will agree for everyone out there. This is my permission and Chanel's permission to put your kids in the dirty uniform. It is fine. (laughs) Even the stinky socks, no one cares. They're going to smell after the practice anyway. It's all right. Don't put the pressure on. (laughs) Yes. We've all done it. I'm sure. All right. Um, we are sitting here in summer right now. We have our children at home. And for these times in our life, when our seasons change and we find new rhythms in our day, I'd love for you to give us a few tips for truly making our mom life feel simple so that we can take care of our family and still have time for ourselves, which is what you coach moms to do through your mom's life made simple program. And one thing you said that I I spoke in the intro is that you want to help moms put themselves on the list without leaving their family behind. That's so important. And I, I think when our rhythms change, it's hard to keep that going. So give us all your best advice, Chanel. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the non-negotiables. Like what is non-negotiable for me? It's my morning routine. My morning routine is like the key to how I have daily self-care. And I'm laughing right now because this we are recording fairly early in the morning, not even that early, you guys, but I didn't get up very early this morning and I knew this podcast was coming and it, I woke up with about 15 minutes to 
spare before this podcast, I still did my morning routine. And my morning routine is usually a lot longer. It's usually like an hour. But what I want for all moms to know is it is possible to still do it on those mornings when you sleep in or you just like, oh, I'm not feeling it this morning, do it anyway. And so um, I would love to kind of go through my morning routine because I think it can be helpful for people. So um, my, my morning routine consists of the four things that are the most important for me to just to show up the way I want to show up. So I get up, I write in my journal, that can look a lot of different ways, but I often write what I'm thankful for and I write the way that I want this day to go. Um, sometimes I'll do some other techniques. I'll free write. I'll do other things. Sometimes I'll write my prayer in my journal, which is a really cool thing to do. Um, then I pray. Then I read my scriptures. I want that connection with God every morning. And so I spend time doing that. And then I do a yoga practice and then I meditate. Now that usually takes me about an hour. This morning I did that all in under 10 minutes. It looked like this. I wrote about two lines in my journal. I read one verse of scripture. I did two yoga poses and I breathed in and out and did a very brief, probably under a minute meditation. It might seem silly and, and this is where a lot of moms go wrong. They think, well, if I can't do that full hour, if I can't really take care of myself, if I can't do it, go all in, then I might as well skip it. But the truth is I still got, you know, I still got those good things. I got a taste of them. And maybe I didn't feast this morning, but I got a taste of each of them and it reinforces the habit and it still says, you know what? Even on the mornings when you're busy, even on the mornings when your kids need you, whatever, I still matter. It's still important. And it, it's a win that then I can build on tomorrow. Yeah, that was a great example. Thanks for sharing that because it really does show what you're teaching. You're living it out and you can celebrate that. And I, I think you just connected the dots on that of why habits are so important and why even doing the little part of it. So. I can fall into that trap. Oh, I can't work out today. I can't give a 30-minute solid workout or anything. So why even bother doing the five-minute abs? But if you stick with that, it, it you're just nourishing that habit and reinforcing it in your mind and making it a non-negotiable. Thank you for saying that. I think that is so important to tell ourselves even the smallest dose of your habit in your day makes a difference. Keep it going. Keep, keep, keep going, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We all need those wins we can build on with our personal habits, but what about those wins we're building on in our family habits? And if we can just add a little piece every single day, it goes so far for creating the regular habits that just happen in any setting within your family. And to gather for family dinner really does that. You are creating a habit of strong eye contact and compliments and building each other up and learning how to listen to one another and just growing together as a family and having those meaningful moments happen in 
any situation that you're in, in the car, on a walk, at a game, after school, and at family dinner when you're all there. Visit togethermoments.com. Bring together for family dinner home. If you have not done that, try it out. I am so confident it is going to create some beautiful, life-giving, and strength-building moments for your family. This bonus question with Chanel comes to us from our Together for Family Dinner Game and the Who Who category. Chanel, answer this like you would at your family dinner table. So, who gives the most creative gifts? Okay, I'm gonna have to go with my son, Kyle, who's 17 now, uh, but he and my brother, Spencer, have this long, ongoing gag gift at Christmas thing. They've given each other rocks, paper plates, but the classic is when Kyle was maybe seven or so, he gave my brother, who was a teenager at the time, a book that he he made and he created about how to get a girlfriend. And it had really good tips like shave off your beard, don't look like a weirdo and stuff like this. So, so Kyle gets the prize on this one. That's really cute. So that must be favorite uncle. That sounds like a fun relationship. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Very cute. And so I think there's other things. So self-care is just one, but what else is non-negotiable? I mean, look who I'm talking to. I know family dinner is a really important thing in, in your world, in my world also. And so maybe that's one of your non-negotiables. You say, okay, we're going to have to do dinner today at four o'clock for everyone to eat together. And it's going to be KFC, but it's a non-negotiable and we're still going to eat together. And I'm going to let myself off the hook for what I want this to look like. And, you know, we have the, the perfect, don't let perfection get in the way of doing something good. I think that that is something really important. When we we have this ideal, we want it to be a home-cooked meal. We want to linger over the table for hours. And yet, wouldn't it be better to just sit together for a little bit and talk rather than, okay, I can't do exactly what I want to, so forget it. Go heat up something in the microwave, kids. You know. And so looking at your day, what are your non-negotiables? I just wrote down, don't let perfection get in the way of doing something good. What a great quote for all of us to probably put on a little post-it note right in our planner. (laughs) Make sure we see that because having that shift right there makes you realize all those small doses, the small moments, they all matter. Keep going, keep going strong, keep sticking to it. You got it. And that is really what your whole, one of your main ingredients in the mom's life made simple is really about is just not putting the pressure on being perfect all the time. Yeah. But you give us a great way to overcome that and make it fit into our real life. And you have five children. You have done it. I know they range from just finished kindergarten to college. Yes. Yeah. My daughter just finished her first year at college. What a gift to have that many years of children that you get to raise right now because it it puts you in all those seasons and makes you so aware of where you are in motherhood. I I love that. I I want to go back to self-care because I know this is super important to you and it's, it's a topic that 
we really should talk about more with moms. We should talk about them more, it more with our, our friends when we're on a walk together and we're chatting, when we're texting, right? I think we all need to remind ourselves of that. It's a huge part of your life, something you definitely rely on in giving you the energy and motivation to raise your five children. But share with us your best coaching tips, motivating us for why we should all commit to this in our day too. You just took time to share your morning routine with us. Tell us something that will empower all of us sitting here to have some easy ideas we could do today, maybe even right when we get off this episode and really want to continue with. Okay, yes, I agree. Self-care is so important and it is something we need to talk about and normalize because the the first thing that I wanna say is that guilt gets in the way. We often just feel too guilty to do something for ourselves. And I definitely prioritize motherhood. Like that's important to me. And so I get that. I get that we don't want to, in fact, like you read in my bio, we don't want to leave our families behind. Put yourself on the list without leaving your family behind, but it is okay to put yourself on the list. And so often um, what happens is we think that if we do something for ourselves, that it's a zero sum equation. Is that right? It's summer. I don't have my math brain on, but it's where, right? Like if we do something for ourselves, we're taking away from our kids and someone is going to miss out. And if we think of it like that, of course we feel bad. Of course we feel bad for um, doing things for ourselves. If we can train our minds and it's hard because there's a lot ingrained in there that kind of teaches us that we should be martyrs and we should sacrifice ourselves and all these things. If we can rewrite that in our mind to say, you know what, when I take a half hour to go upstairs and take a bath and just relax or whatever it is that you need, and we'll talk a little about that in a second. If I do that, I'm going to come back to my family so much better. I'm going to be calmer. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be a better mom. I'm going to have more energy to, you know, read them books and play games or whatever it is. If we can recognize that and think it through, we can let go of that guilt. And I think you'll find, you know, when you think about self-care, the guilt comes. When you start to do self-care, the guilt guilt comes. And so we need to kind of have, have an answer for that. When those little thoughts creep in, Oh, should you really be doing this for yourself? I, you know, you can even have a mantra. I take care of myself because it makes me a better mom or whatever, whatever answer. And as you start to answer yourself, answer those thoughts, it'll become more natural and more easy to, to do. And then the other thing I wanted to make sure and mention is what, what even is self-care? Because often it's portrayed in the media as, well, self-care is you get manicures and pedicures, you go get a massage, you spend all this money, it's a big deal, or you go have a weekend away with your girlfriends. All of those are great things. And I have done all of those things and I love all of those things. But real self-care is to ask yourself, what do I need? You're the only one that can answer that. What do I need regularly? is a good question that you can ask. And for me, that's my morning routine. That is my regular self-care. But also in the moment when I find myself getting frustrated or I go in the kitchen and it's like a bomb went off in there because the kids have all been making their own lunch, 
what do I need right now? Well, right now I need to not be the one cleaning the kitchen. And so that means that I need to let the kids come back and take care of that while I go just breathe in the other room. What do I need right now? I need a break. I need to go move my body. Listen to and become more intuitive to what do you actually need? Pause and listen for that answer. And the more that you get in tune, that sounds a little woo-woo, but it's true. The more you get in tune with what you actually need, the more you're actually doing self-care. I'm glad you made us ask ourselves those questions. What do I need regularly and what do I need in the moment? Because that is, we'll give ourselves the answer. We know what we need. You're exactly right. You know if you walk into the moment and you can feel your blood pressure rise and you can feel this, yeah. then you say, what do I need? I don't need to yell at my children. I don't need to go crazy doing it all myself. What I need is some help. Okay. Cool. I'm going to ask the kids, hey, you guys made this up and I can do it calmly and I don't have to go to that place. And then, yes, I can go walk <laughs> up and down the sidewalk in the front yard or whatever to give myself a little break. But those are great uh, refocusing questions and really pull us where we need to be because in the moment we can either go to that point of exhaustion and the heavier mental load, or we can go to the place of, well, who cares? I'll just do it myself. I, I don't want to, which I think overlaps the mom guilt thing. Like I, I'm not going to have them do it or I'll do it better, or I don't want to yell. So I'll just take care of it and all those things. I think those are two wonderful questions. I'm going to put those in the show notes for sure. Okay. So I love that. And I think that really self-care is a practice. It's something that you, you might not have the self-care skill yet. And so it's okay to start small. It's okay to start with just even reflecting on that question. And then the other place that I would say to start with self-care is morning routines. I actually have a morning routine checklist. It's a free download you can get at chanelnielsen.com forward slash mornings. And what that does is it teaches you how to create a morning routine that's focused on self-care that is simple, that's really doable. Like I talked about at the beginning that you can do on your very worst days. And so self-care to me is definitely like we talked about earlier, one of those non-negotiables. It's not something that you're only going to do if you have time for. It needs to be something that makes it on the list so that you become a priority because all of your other things that are so important that are priorities are not going to get done or not going to get done as well if you don't prioritize self-care. And I... That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone should have head over to your website to check that out. And also the other place you really teach everyone to prioritize themselves is on your podcast. Your episodes yes. just give practical, real life advice. So I, I know you guys loved this episode and you'll love listening to Chanel's Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. So go check that out. And before we wrap up and you tell everyone all the other places they can catch you, I would love for you to answer the question I ask every guest. What's one thing helping your family stick together right now? Yeah. So our family every night, we have a habit of reading scriptures and praying together. And 
some nights are better than others, right? Some nights the kids are rushing, the teenagers are rushing off to go somewhere, but some nights we sit there and we really have a good discussion that happened last night where we were just talking and asking questions and they asked us some questions we didn't know the answer to. And so we got to do some research and um, it was awesome. Like that helps us really have that togetherness or togetherness um, as a family. And of course, that leads to follow-up conversation later because it's something when you sit down and you dive into the Word of God, for example, there, that's something that most definitely is going to bring up more topics later. So that's awesome because when you are on that one-on-one time, you can refer back to what they were talking about and really develop that deeper. So that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Chanel, tell us where our listeners can connect with you, learn from you, go grab all your things and make sure that they stay in touch with you. Yes. So definitely the best place is the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. And I also would love it if you guys checked out that download that I mentioned earlier, chanelnielsen.com forward slash mornings. And that will put you on my email list. And I send out great content every week. I'm not very active on social media um, anymore. And so those are really the best places, the podcast and the email list. Well, thank you for being here. And yes, run over, make sure you jump on that. I'm going to grab that morning's routine checklist as well, because just sitting here listening to you, I have definitely been in those seasons where I go up and down of what morning routine works best for me. And with middle of summer here, we can all think ahead. Okay. What do I need to shape up so that I'm ready for the next rhythm when school starts again? I love it. Yes. Thanks for being here, Chanel. Thank you so much, Jennifer. So fun to chat. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.